Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. No, you just you just play your game uh, and uh, find a way to win for your team. So the comparisons are out there, and they're never going to stop. Um kind of me, Pat, and, and, and uh, Deshaun are kind of all grouped together because we're in the same draft class, drafting the first round and, um, and all that. But uh, there, there's no do-overs. We are where we are. Um, our careers are going in different paths, and, and they will for the rest of the time, and they're always going to be compared against each other. So it's just kind of just the nature of the beast. But um, I'm in competition with myself, just trying to be the best version of me, go out there and uh, win games for the Chicago Bears. And um, it's just something that I can't control, and uh, it is what it is. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, episode 52, part two of the week 16 championship breakdown, Sunday preview. I'm John June, got my guy Greg Penniman. Greg, what's good, bro? What's going on? Part two, you know, I, I forgot this morning. I woke up this morning saying, oh, what am I going to do with my Saturday? But about to watch some football. It's about to be dope. So I'm hyped. Uh, let's just get right to it, finish these games out for, for these people for the chip. Oh, yeah. Uh, so obviously we got Saturday football. Uh, if you haven't heard that episode, just go back into the uh, into the archives. Go ahead, give that a listen because we broke down all three games that, that are play- being played on Saturday. Um, also break down broke down all the one o'clock games for Sunday. So, um, but right here we got all the four o'clock games. We got the Sunday night game and the Monday night game. So, uh, let's just let's just start right there. We got no game to recap or nothing. So let's get right to it, man. Mm-hmm. All right. First up, the four o five game. We got the three ten and one Detroit Lions traveling to Denver to take on the five and nine Denver Broncos. Thirty eight and a half point over under. Broncos are seven point home favorites. Greg, what do you got? Yeah, in this game, uh, I'm going to have to take the Broncos at home. Uh, they've been playing well of late, um, especially, you know, when they're home, their their energy is there. I'm going to take them to cover as well. Uh, and I'm going to take the under in this game. Um, yeah, I think this Broncos defense is going to show up, um, make make David Blau struggle, get some turnovers. Um, so I like, you know, <clears throat> Corlin Sutton, obviously, he's been money all year, uh, especially in a good matchup against Detroit. Uh, you know, he's going to be the guy, the receiver that you can trust. Uh, and then... I'm going with <clears throat> Philip Lindsay. Um, you know he's been playing okay of late, but uh, I think he's also in a good spot here. Uh, so I, I like Philip Lindsay as well. And on, on the Detroit side, um, they probably try to get it to Kenny Galladay and uh, Danny Amendola. They both had solid. Uh, Amendola pretty showed out pretty well in a great matchup. Uh, no Marvin Jones again. So I mean you could go with those guys, uh, but I would temper up to expectations. Um, low over under. Uh, on the road against Denver, it might be a little uh, ugly for the for the um, Detroit Lions. Yeah, I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take the Broncos to cover the spread. Taking the Broncos to win uh, on the Denver side for me, it's 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 really just Cortland Sutton. Uh, Philip Lindsay has yeah, he's been okay as of late, but he's pretty kind of disappointing. Um, you know, three point two points against Kansas City last week, uh, seven point seven against LA two weeks ago. 
Um, I mean, his ha- have his only half decent finish was RB seventeen against Houston. Yeah. Uh, in week fourteen, so. Um, and that was a game that the Broncos won handedly. So hopefully, you know, a game script like that today, uh, the Broncos could, uh, Philip Lindsay could get more involved. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice to see because he's definitely talented, of course. But then, uh, so you know, but moving on, we got on the Detroit side, Kenny Galladay, like you said. But we got the potential return to carry on Johnson. Is that something you want to go to? Uh, I remember we asked him before, you know, <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago. I'm not trusting him in my fantasy finals. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a not I picked him up though in a couple of weeks for some keepers though, so have him there. Yeah, so uh, there was actually a point in this in the uh, in this week championship week where I had to actually consider carry on Johnson, um, <laughs> because uh, just to shed some light, uh, you know, add some transparency, you know, I I lost Chris Godwin. Uh, there was some there was some doubt early in the week about whether DJ Shark was going to play. So I was just sitting there looking at carry on like you're my best shot at a flex play. Um, you know, luckily DJ Shark seems like it's going to play, so I didn't have to go there. But if you were in dire straits, you know, I think you could go with carry on if he's active. But that's only like dire, 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 dire straits. Yeah, right. very dire. You, you, you agree? <laughs> yeah, super, super dire. I mean, he's coming into a backfield with, like, three other running backs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not touching that yet. Yeah, no. Um, okay, so then, yeah, I mean, that's it. I'm, I'm not starting David Blau. I'm not starting anybody else. Uh, Danny Amendola, I would, yeah, I would consider it. But, um, yeah, Chris Harris is roaming that secondary, so. Yeah. Not not sure uh, who he might be. I'm sure he would follow Kenny Galladay, but of course. All right. Uh, anything else in this matchup? We moving on. Uh, oh wait, no offense. I like no offense. Yeah. This matchup, Detroit uh, is not great against tight ends, so uh, no offense in a nice spot. And he's also chasing uh, some some milestones in Denver for for rookie tight ends, so I like that as well. Yeah, definitely. He's been playing well. It's, uh, rookie tight ends. Anytime you see someone. That steps up, yo. That's that second year outlook, definitely. Oh yeah, every time, man. That second year outlook. That's what Mark Andrews uh, was a second year outlook guy. George Kittle last year was a second year outlook guy. Yep. Um, that process is is tried and proven. So no offense, definitely a second year process guy mm-hmm. next year. All right, let's jump to this next matchup. Also at four four or five p.m., we've got the six and eight Oakland Raiders traveling to L.A. to take on the five and nine L.A. Chargers. This is a forty-five and a half point over under. The Chargers are seven point home favorites. So, Greg, what do you got? Yeah, I got uh, the Chargers winning this game. Um, I have them covering the spread as well. Uh, and I'm gonna take the over. Um, yeah, I think uh, the Chargers at home would do well. Uh, the Raiders have just been a, a pretty you know bad second half team they they have like given up leads um they've been playing pretty w- weird this this year uh late especially after a good start um thought they had a chance to make the playoffs but then they've been collapsing a late um so um you know on the Chargers side <clears throat> Philip Rivers is in a good spot um he didn't play well last week he's been throwing a lot of picks but he's at home uh he, as long as he gets that pick number down he can um throw I think get some touchdowns to his targets um a lot of targets there you know Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, I think all those guys are, are playable. Hunter Henry as well. It's uh, in a you know high over under. Um, and then on the Raiders side, no Josh Jacobs, so you got to have DeAndre Washington out there, especially as a high strong flex um, with some RB two potential. 
Uh, and, um, you know, other than that, Tyler Williams, he scored last week, got a touchdown again, still touchdown dependent wide receiver. Um, so that's really what you're, you're banking on there. This is interesting. Um, the Raiders were 6-4 and four in Week 12 when they traveled to MetLife to take on the Jets. Mm-hmm. And since then, they are now 6-8. Uh, and eight. Yeah, they <laughs> collapsed. They were like, yeah, yeah. The Raiders were in threat to, you know, challenge the Chiefs for that division title. The, then, they were. Yeah, they just like, um, out of nowhere. And now we sit here Week 16, and they're on the road favored to lose against the 5-9 and nine L.A. Chargers. Yep. Um how how the mighty fall. Okay, so uh, <laughs> on this game, I'm going to take the... Oh, man, I, I have to take this over, um, I feel like. Um, and then I'm, going, I'm definitely going to take the... Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders to cover the spread just because it's the AFC West showdown. Uh, mm-hmm. John Gruden's a pretty good coach, so I expect him to, you know, be, keep it close this time of year. And then... Um, and then I'm gonna go with the Chargers to win this game. However, uh, the Chargers have a they've you know the resurgence of their defense you know mainly to um, mainly due to you know them getting guys back. Derwin James is back in that in that secondary now. Um, their pass defense they, they rank seventh now in terms of pass defense efficiency over the last three weeks. Uh, their run defense though definitely still beatable. So you know no Josh Jacobs in this game. DeAndre Washington um, he's you know, going to be in line to get some to get a healthy workload. He had 20 touches combined the last time Josh Jacobs sat out. So, um, I think you could expect that again in a decent matchup. Um, the, the total, the the spread kind of scares me a little bit off of DeAndre Washington. Uh, the fact that there are seven point dogs, but um, you know, maybe just spitballing here. But like, you know, maybe uh, the reason Josh Jacobs because there was a huge complaint. You know, from Josh Jacobs' owners about his lack of involvement in the pass game, and now we know he's been dealing with the shoulder injury, and so maybe that's why he wasn't catching passes, right? Yeah. And so, be- because that's because the thing is, is like DeAndre Washington, you know, the thing is, is like, oh, what if he gets that pass down work? But then we see he gets seven targets the week that Josh Jacobs isn't out, and the, my first reaction is, how come Josh Jacobs can't get seven targets? Yeah, um, yeah, but this is probably probably has something to do with it. So I think I think DeAndre Washington provides you a safe floor there in terms of the pass game usage. Um, you know, uh, Tyrell touchdown Williams definitely dependent on the touchdown, um, but against the seven, number seven pass uh, defense, I'm not sure if I really want to do it. I mean, but this is a revenge game. Uh, I mean, the Oakland is number four pass offense on the season and over the last three weeks, so. Um, you know, you could go there if you need the upside, but championship week, I'm not. not I, I, I would you rather? Or would you rather go Brashad Perriman or Tyrell Williams? Oh, definitely uh, Perriman. You know, Tyrell's yeah, super touchdown dependent. I'm not trusting that. Um, he just got it in the first couple. You know, from, if he's not getting that, he's getting you a single digit game for sure. So don't definitely want Perriman. And um, you know, Darren Waller, obviously he's been money, but yeah. Um, Hunter Renfro comes back, man. Your girl's favorite roommate. Oh man, he's coming back. So well, you know, what do we? Are we concerned about? We, you know, there was definitely a clear correlation between uh, Darren Waller targets and Hunter Renfro's involvement in the offense. For sure, for sure. So, um, are are we scared about Darren Waller? Any 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 chance? Um, if he's any other position, no. But since tied in, you know, 
I mean, sorry, yes, but tight end, yeah, I got I got to still play him. Um, it's you know few and far between. He's been pretty good all year. The top tight end one, so. Uh, yeah, I would play him. Yeah, and Darren Waller's been so money. Um, I think he's got a thousand yard season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that's that's great for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got a thousand, a thousand and one yards. There you go. Ready to get it done, Darren Waller. Um, so that's a great story there. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the Chargers side, uh, Philip Rivers screwed me last week, big time. Him and Melvin Gordon both screwed me big time because Philip Rivers my stream of the week. Melvin Gordon was my start of the week. Uh, they combined for six total turnovers. Um, so that's definitely not fantasy winning. So if you're still here because, you know, d- despite those guys, you know, kudos to you. But I think you could go back to the well in terms of Melvin Gordon. Uh, Oakland's terrible as a run defense. Uh, so, you know, the, the both Chargers running backs definitely in play. Um, I, you know, you were list. You were, sounds like you listed the whole, you know, Chargers offensive group. When you yeah. were saying players you liked, so that means that we gotta like Philip Rivers some way somehow, right? Yeah, I mean um, he's home, uh, he's favored. Uh, I think you know if he if he yeah the picks number has been crazy of late, but uh, if he gets you know the, one of those games like he had against the Jags, uh, I expect a little more of that. Yeah, then that's where I'm at too, right? Like he's got to be be able to play better. The matchup is great here. Um, he's at home, favored. Okay, so let's say that. We couldn't. <laughs> Let's say this is this is our team, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say the Bills win today, and we got to pivot tomorrow at quarterback because the Ravens come out and say they're benching all their players. Mm. Would you do you feel confident pivoting to a Philip Rivers? I think so. Maybe get you like maybe fifteen, sixteen points, but right, I would. It's really all I need. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still would maybe find Fitzy or someone else though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was just funny because I was thinking about it as as you know last night I was going through the the team and or the you know players available and just seeing what the contingency plans of the quarterback position could be for us. Um, and he was a name that stuck out to me. So, um, all right. Uh, yeah, Hunter 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 Henry. He's been disappointing, but I think he bounces back. Mike Williams. He's in a great spot this week. Uh, so is Keenan Allen. So both those guys. Um, is, you know, Mike Williams. He's he's kind of in that same, not the same realm. If he if he doesn't get the touchdown, he's still kind of productive. But he def- if he doesn't hit on that deep that deep play, um, you know, then it's, it's his day is not going to be made. So he's got to have that big play because he literally gets five to twelve points off that one play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually his target number, reception <laughs> number is like five to seven, but the yard number is huge with it because his average cap catches are insane. Yeah, so he's approaching the twenty number in terms, of the twenty yard number in terms of uh, uh, yards per reception. Yeah, so that's wow. a great number right there. Um, all right, let's. You, you ready for, to jump on to the next one or? Yep, yep. Yeah, something else that. All right, let's do this, man. We got the four twenty-five p.m. This is the Arizona Cardinals four nine and one Arizona Cardinals traveling to Seattle to take on the eleven and three Seattle Seahawks. A fifty-one point over under. Seahawks are eight and a half point favorites. Greg, what do you got? Uh, yeah, in this game, I'm gonna go with Seattle. I have the cards covering though, and I'm, uh, I'm gonna take the under. Uh, yeah, Seattle, they're home. Um, think they're definitely gonna do what they do. Run the ball. Chris Carson's gonna get involved. Russell Wilson, I love him in this matchup as well. I think they do pretty well offensively. Um, and, you know, on the Cardinals side, <clears throat> Keenan Drake <clears throat> and Kyler Murray got to be the guys that you play. Uh, Keenan Drake, you know, probably a lot of teams in the finals right now are because in there because of Keenan Drake. If you had him, 
so you, you got to, I think, keep him rolling. Um, his usage will be there at the very least. So you got to have him and, and Kyler Murray is in a good spot as well. I think those two guys you could, you could trust. Yeah, I've got the uh, I've got the over in this game. I'm going to take the, uh, well, uh, the 51 is high. Actually, I'm going to take the under in this game because 51 is high. I'm going to take the under. But I'm going to take the uh, Cardinals to cover the spread. I'm going to take the Seahawks to win. Seattle really does need this game, so I don't see them coming out without it, uh, without a W. Um, you know, Russell Wilson, you know, we talked about it yesterday. Um, you know, teams are throwing or running the ball at a, at a higher rate right now with the weather and, and whatnot. So, you know, Russell Wilson, um, <clears throat> the Seattle Seahawks, they're throwing the ball six or 40% of the time in neutral game script over the last three weeks. Um, that's second lowest behind Baltimore. Um, but, you know, Russell Wilson, he's somebody, he can be super efficient on just a little amount of attempts. And Arizona's still um, bottom five team in terms of pass defense efficiency. So I think Russell Wilson continues to get after these these guys in the secondary. Um, so DK Metcalf in play. Um, Tyler Lockett also in play. Also, the fact that Josh Gordon's not here anymore, I think that's got to be more love for DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett some way, somehow, right? Um, um, sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if it's just like, hey, one target from Russell Wilson is a lot. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, that's a lot of the pie. <laughs> oh, um, <man. laughs> um. And then obviously Chris Carson, you're rolling him out there. But then, like you were saying, Kenny and Drake, he's probably you know gotten people to this point right here. Yeah. Um. So you got to continue to ride him out. You know, roll him out there. Um, the matchup is good. Seattle's actually missing some pieces on defense. Shaquille Griffin, uh, the corner, he's he's going to be missing in this game. They also had a, a defensive tackle, Al Woods, suspended for four games. So. Um, that should that should ding up the run defense, and I don't think Jadavian Clowney's playing, so they're missing a lot of pieces on defense. Seattle is, uh, so I like Kyler Murray a lot in this in this matchup. Seattle's 29th in terms of pass defense efficiency over the last three weeks, so um, that's good to like there. Uh, the only question is is Christian Kirk gonna play? Uh, seems like he's popped up with an ankle injury, um, and he seems like he's gonna be a game time decision. So. Uh, that's that's something to to note there, especially if you are a Christian Kirk owner. Um, I don't know how many. I, I, okay, I, uh, presuming he's healthy, right? We've both got Seattle. We've both got Arizona covering the spread. We both like Kyler Murray. Are you, would you start Christian Kirk in this matchup? Um, I, I don't think I would. Uh, just there's so many receivers out there that can help you out this week. I think. Um, I can, uh, you know, give you a lot more upside as well. I think you know, I could pivot to someone else. Yeah, I mean, I know Kirk's been slightly, um, you know, disappointing in terms of his fantasy output. Um, but he's been, the last few weeks, let me pull up his numbers. Um, I mean, 8.1 against Cleveland. He had 12.9 against Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, I mean, you could you could do better. He hasn't really done anything since that explosion against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, you know, the matchup is good though. So, but you you're right. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't go there. I would. I would go to Rashad Perriman before yep. I go to Christian Rashad Kirk. Rashad Perriman. Yeah, Mike Williams. Uh, uh, yeah, all those guys. Maybe even Danny Amendola. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else on this matchup? I think I'm good. Oh, Jacob Hollister, obviously, like you, oh, t- yeah. you talked course. about it. Yeah, Love yeah. him. We'll get right? to it later. Yep, yeah, that's that man right there. Yeah. Cardinals, tight end against tight end. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, anything else on this matchup? We're good. Nah, yeah, we're, we're good on this. 
All right, next up we got the oh this is the game of the week, man. We've got the 7 and 7 Dallas Cowboys traveling to Philadelphia to take on the 7 and 7 Philadelphia Eagles. 46 and a half point over under. Cowboys one and a half point favorites. Greg, what you got? Yeah, as far as impact, it, it probably is the most important game. Uh, as far as like, you know, quality Maybe oh, yeah, you know, no. I don't you know, it's just the NFC <laughs> you know, right? This division is yeah, no, crazy. Uh but yeah, I'm gonna go uh this has been tough. I'm gonna go with the Eagles. I'm gonna go with the Eagles, you know, cover the spread is obviously. Um and I'm gonna take the under in that game. Um yeah, the all all things, you know, do allude to Dallas. The formula they have the formula to win. Uh the the cow you know, Eagles have never been able to stop Zeke. Uh Zeke is gonna probably have a monster game in this one. Um but uh, I think the Eagles find a way at the end of the game. Uh, it's going to be super close to to get it done. Carson Wentz, you know, kind of a similar drive that he got uh, last week, uh, you know, maybe, you know, leading that team to victory. Uh, Dak is a little banged up, so that might affect him slightly. Um, but I think he still has a solid game against this Eagles defense. Uh, secondary is pretty weak. Um, Mark Cooper, you know, let probably everyone down last week, um, you know, with the bad performance. Uh, Michael Gallup as well. Those receivers did him pretty, pretty well think they're realizing the Cowboys know that the formula to win is through Zeke they should have probably realized that since from game one um but they're here now and I think yeah Zeke is probably a, a guy you can trust uh Cooper I would consider him like a, a wide receiver two flex play uh Gallup I don't know if I could uh, probably trust even though he is in a good spot um but uh he's also I think he's a low win flex for me and the on the Cow Eagles side yeah um Carson Wentz you know, I think he is a solid quarterback. I wouldn't probably trust him to go with the, for the finals. But um, Miles Sanders uh, is in a good spot. And, you know, the receivers, I can't really honestly name Eagles receivers at this point. Uh, this is kind of tough. Um, So on the on this game, <clears throat> I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the – I'm going to take the mm, – I'm going to take the Eagles to cover the spread. I'm going to take the Eagles to win this game. Um, I don't know how, I don't know how. I don't know how I came. To, I don't know how I came to this conclusion, but um, I think I think earlier in the week I would have picked Dallas, but with this all this stuff coming out about Dak's shoulder, um, yeah, I'm not. I I just don't. He did you hear that he told Michael Gallup in the um, in the game on Sunday when they're running they're running RPOs? He said, hey. It doesn't matter what the read is, I'm not gonna throw it. Right on the run on the run pass options, basically alluding to the fact that his uh, basically alluding to the fact that his his shoulder was not was not in a condition to to make those kind of throws. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper Rush, the backup, took mostly all the reps. Stack did no throwing. Um, you know, so I, I have you know a lot of concern about Dak Prescott in this matchup. Um, you know, I'm sure he's he's a tough guy. He'll tough it out. His team needs him right now, but um, yeah, I, I I have my concerns. So uh, I'm you know, I, Philadelphia is a, is is a really good run defense. I think they they try to load up and they try to to make Dak beat them that way. Um, you know, so, so in terms of weapons, you know, Zeke Elliott starting him obviously. <clears throat> Amari Cooper, if you know, by the grace of God, you've made it this far with him on your roster. Considering what he's done the last the last five weeks, um, then you know you have to start him. Um, on the Philadelphia side, Miles Sanders, 
Um, he's been he's just been money. Uh, yeah. You know, Jordan Howard, obviously being injured and and not having um, you know not having involvement in this offense over the last few weeks. That's been huge to Miles Sanders and his fantasy output. Um, he's been playing. Um, I mean, outside of that that Giants game where he had to leave with cramps, um, but he you know he's been playing upwards of seventy percent of the snaps without Jordan Howard. So um, you know he's got twenty touches in. He's got twenty touch or nineteen touches at least in every game um, since since week thirteen. So. Uh, really like Miles Sanders and his outlook in this game. And then you were talking about receivers. Um, you know, Philadelphia has Greg Ward is somebody that's interesting to me. Um, you know, Carson Wentz seems to be comfortable with him, seems to have confidence in him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and so you know, in especially PPR leagues, uh, he's somebody that I like. Um, you know, had seven for sixty four last week, so it's like a PPR stat line right there, so I'll Word. take that. Um, you know, and then Boston Scott's also somebody who's slightly intriguing to me uh, as a as a as a flex play and in, in like a PPR league. Yeah, I think he's a very safe flex play. Um, you know, solid. I think you can expect like the eight to ten point mark uh, from him, which is uh, pretty good to hold it down there. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that he's he's playing the, the you know the Darren Sproles role mm-hmm. um, in this offense. And you know if his production's you know not dissimilar to what James White does out in New England, you know uh, six carries, seven targets in the past game, um, and he's able to turn that into sixty-five total yards last week against Washington. You know he's playing; he played forty-six percent of the snaps each of the last two weeks. Uh, JJ is almost non-existent in this offense right now, so yeah, I think Boston Scott is a is a potential flex play. Yeah, I think come down to yeah Carson wants to be in the MVP of this game. For the Eagles to get this win, honestly. Yeah, that's what it's going to have to come down to. All right, um, ready to jump on to the next matchup, or do you have something else to add to this game? Uh, not. Can move on. All right, man. We got the. This is the Sunday night game, eight twenty p.m. We've got the ten and four Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Chicago to take on the seven and seven Chicago Bears. Forty four and a half point over under. Chiefs are six point favorites. There was talk Matt Nagy potentially benching uh, his starters in this game, but decided against that. So we're go- we're go- we're going to see the starters in this week. Do they play the full allotment of snaps of snaps that we have to find out? But Greg, what do you got in this game, man? Yeah, I got the Chiefs. They've been rolling late. I think they've been playing like one of the best teams in football uh, quietly. Uh, I'm a- I'm gonna take the Chiefs to cover the spread as well, and I'm gonna take the under. Um, yeah, the Chiefs on the road, but I still think they play very well. You got to start Patty. Got to start the targets uh, at the receivers, you know, pass catchers, Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Uh, you guys can you know, trust them for sure. On the, on the Bears side, I think you can trust Mitch, you know, to give you a solid you know, performance. Um, last couple games, you know, two of the last three games got over 300 yards, three touchdowns. So he's been uh, doing pretty solid. He's home. Um, so I think, you know, he gives you, you know, that uh, borderline QB1 performance maybe this week. Uh, the Chiefs defense has been solid, though. Uh, very Been playing very well. Uh, it's very odd to say that, but yeah, the Chiefs defense has been doing what they have to do. Um, Anthony Miller and Allen Robinson um, may have to temper expectations a little bit on them because they're going against a pretty solid pass defense. Um, but I think they are still <clears throat> wide receiver two to flex plays, um, both those guys this week. Uh, and David Montgomery, that's really always the question if you want to trust him. I don't know if I can. Um, yeah, he, he's been, you know, 
just pretty average, below average, just a guy since well, that Detroit game. Um, so I wouldn't start him. Yeah, I can't start can't start him. Um, I'm going to take the over in this game. I'm going to take the Chiefs to cover the spread and take the Chiefs to win this game. Um, it's funny. I was just looking up Chicago Bears, and I wanted to see news because I wanted to see if you know Matt Nagy had added anything about uh, you know maybe starters playing, how much time they played, things like that. Um, and <laughs> the first thing that pops up is Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes is going to be painful for Chicago Bears fans to watch Sunday because uh, mm. obviously the Bears passed on uh, Deshaun Watson yep. and and Patrick Mahomes to select Mitch Trubisky with the second overall pick uh, in that 2017 draft. So, yeah, that'll be uh very, very uh, painful to watch for Bears fans. Sorry about that. But uh, getting back to the football, we've got the, uh, you know, Mr. Trubisky, like you were saying, he's been he's been money the last few weeks. Over the last three weeks, he's a QB5, uh, averaging just under 20 points a game. Um, so, you know, I, Kansas City's been pretty good against quarterbacks the last few weeks. But, you know, 44.5 point over under, Mr. Trubisky's at home. Uh, you know, I think, like you said, I think he, he brings in that solid QB1 performance here. Um, you know, hopefully the, 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 he brings his legs, uh, obviously, to, to bring that rushing upside. Uh, and then uh, moving forward, you know, Allen Robinson and, you know, Anthony. Allen Robinson, I think you have to start. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Miller, I think if I'm in a full-point PPR league, I would have to start him. Um, in a half-point PPR league, I would. that's where I would kind of – I would start to lean in other directions. Um. But uh, you know, Kansas City's—they've been—they've been money against wide receivers uh, over the last three weeks. They are giving up the second least fantasy points to the wide receiver position uh, behind Atlanta. Interestingly enough, um, and yeah, so you know, and that was to Denver, to New England, to Oakland. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean New England, fifteen—they had. Yeah, New England, New England did fine, uh, obviously, and they could have had an even bigger day with some of the touchdowns and stuff. But um, you know, I, th- I think Matt Nagy could scheme up some opportunities to get at least one of these guys open. And I think Allen Robinson um, is probably is probably that guy with uh, Anthony Miller. Or Allen Robinson is probably the guy that probably gets you the the yardage and the touchdown. Anthony Miller is probably going to get that receptions the reception total. Um, I do like Tariq Cohen in this one, actually. Interestingly enough, as well. How do you feel about that? Uh, Tariq Cohen, you know, he's always, uh, I think, a safe flex play, you know, kind of like that. You can view the Boston Scott uh, production. Um, so, yeah, I can always imagine playing him as a flex play, strong flex play. Yeah, um, so, I, yeah, I like Tariq Cohen in this game. <clears throat> um, I mean, Kansas City is pretty uh, vulnerable to wide receiver, or to tight end and uh, running back receptions. So, um you know, I, I like Tariq Cohen because of that. But then, I guess moving over to the Chiefs side, uh, you know, let's start. Let's start with the easy part, right? Like you did not make to make it to the fantasy finals because you were starting Chiefs running backs. No. So let's not start Chiefs running back today. Nope. Get him out of here. <laughs> um, Tyreek Hill, love him. I mean, despite the you know, I guess the tough matchup, it doesn't really matter. Um, Tyreek Hill is the man, so start him. Travis Kelsey, start him. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes, man, he's been, like you were saying, the Chiefs have been quietly one of the best teams in football over the last few weeks. 
Um, I think I agree wholeheartedly with that. They've been money. Uh, the defense is playing well. Uh, they've got the number four pass defense in terms of pass defense efficiency over the last three weeks. Their run defense is 16th, so just just middle of the pack. Um, but then their pass offense is eight. Uh, both these pass offenses are actually tied for eighth over the last three weeks in terms of pass offense efficiency. Um, but Patty Mahomes, uh, I think he's going to, you know, in this final is going to remind you why you spent that high draft capital on him. Yeah, um, yeah. I think, yeah, Chiefs fans are definitely happy that this is the kind of more the route that they've gone this year versus last year, kind of how they were the Baltimore of last year. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be hunted. You want to be the hunter. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else on this matchup, or you know, we good? Because I don't. I don't think I have much. It's... No, I think. Go ahead. This probably could have been swapped with that Cowboys Eagles game though for that Sunday night. Saying. <laughs> for sure. Just easy. Um. All right, man. Let's just jump to the next one. The Monday Night Football Booner Bus, baby. We got the eleven and three Green Bay Packers traveling to Minnesota to take on the the ten and four Minnesota Vikings. Forty seven point over under. Vikings are five and a half point home favorites. Greg, what do you got? Uh, yeah, this game was pretty tough to call, um, but I'm gonna go just because the Vikings are home. I'll go with the Vikings. I got the Packers covering though, and I'm gonna take the over. Um, yeah, this is gonna be a tough game. Um, last, uh, yeah, it's for the basically the NFC North. Um, if the Packers could get it done, but if the Vikings get it done, it'll, it'll come down to next week um, at the end. Uh, I like you know. Aaron Rodgers, he's on the road, so I wouldn't start him. Uh, Aaron Jones, you know, I think you can trust him for sure. I think you can trust Devontae Adams, though, for both those guys. Um, have been money, especially Aaron Jones last week. Uh, got back on track, so you start them both. On the Vikings side, uh, Kirk Cousins, I think you can, you know, I think you can trust him. He's been, uh, you know, okay of late. Um, and, you know, Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen are both back. Uh that's really the the question comes down to the, this running back situation. I think, um, you know, Dalvin Cook and Allison Madison both did not practice yesterday and fr- I mean Friday. Uh, you got to, you know, monitor that again. It's a Monday night game, so there'll probably be a, a practice report again for them today. Uh, if if not, you got to go with Mike Boone, Boone or Bust, man. This is this is it. This is for the, you know, the championship. Um, if you can't, if those two guys can't go, you got to put Mike Boone out there. Oh, yeah, baby. Booner bus. Booner bus. Um, all right. In terms of my picks, I'm going with the over here. I'm going to take the Packers to cover the spread. I'm taking the Vikings to win. Uh, you know, the, I think the Vikings' defense is beautiful as a whole. Um, don't want to start Aaron Rodgers, though. Uh, obviously, we've seen it. Either you're going to get QB1 performance or he's going to bottom out. There's almost, like, no floor there for him. Um, Devontae Adams, love him. Uh, Aaron Jones, you know, Minnesota's run defense is 31st in terms of run defense efficiency over the last three weeks, 30th on the season. Their pass defense is 23rd over the last three weeks, 26th on on the season. So they're beatable um, almost everywhere on defense. Um, I think Aaron Aaron Rodgers should be capable enough to to make that happen. Question is is how how involved, you know, the the Viking the the Packers are very. Um, their touchdowns are very, um, I guess, volatile. They're either passing touchdowns or rushing touchdowns, and there's n- not a whole lot in between. So, um, you know, well, one of those sides usually is going to end up missing out. Um, but I think, you know, I think, uh, you know, Minnesota, um, 
Minnesota's you know so weak on the ground. Aaron Jones being so explosive, I think he's gonna he's gonna get it. He's gonna find a way to get it done regardless of of how the touchdowns fall. Um, you know, on the Minnesota side, Kirk Cousins. I think you could start him in this matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I have. I'm going to be completely honest. I have. I would have complete trepidation doing it, but I think you can do it. Like I think it's something that you could be that could be done. Uh, he's getting Adam Thielen back, like you were saying. They're, they're still the number five pass offense over the last three weeks, three on the season. This is all without without Adam Thielen for a good chunk of time. Um, so you know, adding him back can only make them stronger. I'd imagine, right? So, um, but you, like you were saying, the big question is you know this running back situation, man. What's going to happen? You know, like you said, Alexander Madison, Dalvin Cook, both didn't practice. Uh, so you know, it seems like Mike Boone's going to get this this um, this opportunity to do himself. Um, and you know, I know this will make you happy because um, you know Dalvin Cook came out and said apparently that. Uh, He's he's confident that the Vikings run game could roll without him, be, and he he referred to Mike Boone as his clone. Mm, there we go. I like that. <laughs> there it is. Oh man. Yeah, yep. Yep. <laughs> that's, yeah. So that's some vote of confidence right there. So, um, you know, Mike Boone apparently is Dalvin Cook's clone. So, um, yeah, we're gonna. This is this is you know yo yeah. Boone's gonna write us to this chip man. He's gonna I mean, get I, us to this chip. I believe it, man. Boone, Boone's yeah sexy RB two for this week. Um yeah uh, yeah I think you know RB one upside for sure because he's you know could get in the end zone once he gets one and if he gets that one touchdown early, chance for a monster day. So uh, I'm I'm believing. Um all right man. Anything else on this matchup? You going to the tight ends? Kyle Rudolph is he in play or uh you know Adam Thielen coming back? That's that's that deads that. Yeah, uh, Adam Thielen's there. Uh, he's going to take away some targets. Uh, probably the pass catcher I'm trusting the most is Stefan Diggs. Is really it? Yeah, Stefan Diggs. I think you can trust. I think you could trust Adam Thielen though too. I mean, he played he played low low percentage of snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you know I I guess we we always come back to this name. But I I, I would I would go Brashad Perriman over Adam Thielen. Yeah, no, it's just so uh, Anthony Miller. Uh, I would you would go Anthony Miller over Adam Thielen? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think I would go Adam Thielen. Um, and then the Mike Williams, the the world's the yeah Mike Williams Mike Williams I would go over Adam Thielen. Um, um scary Terry I'd go over Adam Thielen. Yeah, Danny Mandola. I probably go I would go Adam Thielen. Thielen. I would go Adam Thielen over okay, Danny okay. Mandola. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it just really comes down to like your team, your opponent's roster, and what you have on your team. Like, are you? Do you need that upside? Do you need like a safe floor play? Um. Yeah. I mean, because the snaps do the snaps from last week do scare me on Adam Thielen. I, I will admit that the snaps do scare me, but kind of just hope that they were kind of working him in. Yeah. Um. You know, and he did have decent amount. He played. I think what he played like seven snaps, and he had three targets on the seven snaps or something. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it would be tough to do it, but I just can't. I, I, I mean, if you have acquired some depth at receiver and you have guys in better matchups, then do it. But I just don't know how I would do it. Like, like I have Adam Thielen only in one league, and that was because he got dropped before the playoffs started, and I picked him up while I was on bye. But I'm not benching, you know, Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams for Adam Thielen, so. I don't have to make that choice, but 
I just can't see myself benching Adam Thielen. All right, Adam Thielen or Julian Edelman? <laughs> uh, Julian Edelman. Yeah, I think I'll go Adam He's a way better injury-prone player than Adam Thielen. <laughs> 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 he plays Julian good. Edelman is just, that's not fair. He's just always hurt. <laughs> he's hurt all the time. Just knows how to do uh, Even in the offseason, he's hurt. Just knows that, yeah, he just knows how to handle pain, man. I don't know. Something about it. We're getting reports in the offseason, Julian Edelman having surgery. <laughs> Every year. It's like, yeah, we're, not even, something. Not even play, we're not even playing football right now. Yeah. It's April. <laughs> um, all right. We we good on that? Anything yeah. else? Or get to that get to that money time. Money time, you already know. Hopefully when we become like, you know, when this podcast gets big, we could afford to get a drop and we could have a money time start of the week drop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right greg let's get to that start of the start of the week time man what do you got qb start of the week my brother uh, i'm gonna go with my man russell wilson uh versus the cardinals you know we already know the the matchup is prime uh the cardinals give up you know the most points to the quarterback position um so i, I think russell wilson he's still top three in red zone attempts and deep ball attempts amongst qbs so i think you know that t- that bodes well for touchdowns think he gets at least two here uh and then you know the you know the 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 attempts number is going to be around that 25 to 30 range but he's been so efficient uh, i think he gets you know in, in the touchdown number up there so go with russell wilson uh yeah, that whole offense is going to be rolling in a potential shootout Ooh, gotta love that one especially i love it because i'm going on the other side of it man my qb start of the week i'm going with kyler murray uh, i know kyler murray he's, he's been letting people down a little bit um but you know he's he had a solid performance a couple weeks ago against Pittsburgh, um, um, and then he's got this matchup against Seattle, like you were talking about. Seattle's banged up in the secondary; they're banged up all over on defense. The last time he got to face these guys, he gave us a, a, a top twelve QB finish, and I think he gets that done this week against his vulnerable defense. He's been running more of late. Uh, I think he's getting a little healthier now with the hamstring injury that he had a few weeks ago. So, um, you know, Kyler Murray uh, in this championship finals week. Uh, you need a quarterback, uh, Kyler Murray. I think you can start him with confidence. Yeah, word. Yeah, Greg, your wide receiver start of the week, man. What do you got? Oh, uh, man, you know, I got to go on my man, Scary Terry. Uh, Scary Terry against the Giants uh, in a great matchup. Um, you know, both uh, Giants cut Janoris Jenkins. Uh, DeAndre Baker is banged up. Uh, it's, you know, cornerbacks are not not going to be out there. So you got to trust Scary Terry. He's you know, did so well last week, so efficient with his five targets. Got in the end zone, got 130 yards, uh, back-to-back double-digit fantasy point outputs. So, yeah, I, I like Scary Terry this week. I think his route running is going to be just too uh, unguardable for these Giants corners, whoever's out there. So, start Scary Terry up. Love it, man. Love it. My wide receiver start of the week, I'm going with Julio Jones, man. This is not about, obviously, you're going to start Julio Jones, but this is more about a blow-up spot for for Mr. Julio Jones. We saw the blow-up last week, and we're going to get it again this week, man. Uh, he, you know, like we talked about yesterday, in just the first six weeks of the season, he had a 21% target share. Over the last eight weeks, or over the last six weeks, he's got 28% target share. Uh, in the game on Sunday, he had a 51% target share. Uh, and this was obviously that was his first game without Calvin Ridley, uh, and obviously no Calvin Ridley. He's out for the season. I expect Julio to continue to demand these targets, and he gets a Jacksonville defense uh, that's just been getting lit up all over the place, all over the yard, everywhere. Um, so Julio, he's a man. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna go out there. He's at home in the dome. He's just gonna fly, man. Julio's got you. Got to start him up. 
Um, yeah, major week this week for Julio. Word, yeah, Julio's got to come through, man. He's you know one of the best receivers in football. Start him up. Oh yeah, Greg, running back start of the week, man. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Joe Mixon. Gonna mix it up. Uh, <clears throat> one of these guys that definitely a second half uh, fantasy guy that you you know probably bought low on, and he's been money for you uh, in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, did well against New England even last week. So if someone if you 25 rush attempts for 136 yards, this man's been an RB one that the RB one that you wanted down the stretch. Start him up and being in a prime matchup against this Miami Dolphins rush defense. They're definitely gonna use him. Uh, yeah, I, I like Joe Mixon a lot. Oh man, Joe Mixon. I wish I bought low. I was just too scared because the. Yeah, I, oh man, but yeah, if you bought low on Joe Mixon, good for you, man. Because the man is balling. Uh, he's been money, so I like I like that start of the week a lot. My start of the week, I'm going with Devontae Freeman, man. Devontae Freeman, he's been pretty easy to call, man. It's in a great matchup, you start him. Mm-hmm. In a bad matchup, you bench him. Mm-hmm. In a decent matchup, you play him because he's going to get the volume. Well, guess what we got? We got a good matchup coming up. He gets Jacksonville, who over the last five weeks gives up the most fantasy points to the running back position. So this is a great matchup. He's at home. He's favored. High over under. Uh, got to start Devontae Freeman. Uh, he's gonna get it done in the re- in the in the run game and in the reception game. Uh, yeah, Devontae Freeman, start him up, man. Yeah, definitely. Greg, tight end start of the week, man. What do you got? Oh yeah, Cardinals play this weekend. That means they're tight end on the opposite side. Has to be start of the week. I'm gonna go with Jacob Hollister. Uh, he's you know doing well for you know got Russell Wilson. Uh, definitely gonna target him, especially in the red zone. I think so. You you got to play him. It's basically solely on the matchup. Uh, he hasn't been money of late he only got three targets last week but i think this is the spike that you'll see uh is correlating to you know a, a good matchup against this you know cardinals defense yeah man gotta love that one especially because this guy is gonna bring us a chip in um, yeah man he's gotta bring us a chip man he's gotta he's gotta do it um all right man my tight end start of the week oh hold your nose because it's stinky all right oj howard man tight end start of the week he's got this matchup against houston who over the last three weeks, Houston gives up the second most fantasy points to the tight end position. So they're basically just as good as playing Arizona. So that's what we got in this matchup with O.J. Howard. And on top of that, uh, he's got no Mike Evans in this offense, no Chris Godwin in this offense. There's targets available. That's that's 20% target shares. That's 40% of the target share just gone from the offense. O.J. Howard, he's gonna he's that's got to add to his to his fifteen percent. He already had a ten point four a dot, <clears> which <throat> is uh, higher than Chris Godwin, slightly lower than Mike Evans. So they they're gonna need um, some more deep ball presence. Uh, O.J. Howard, um, he's definitely gonna add that, especially around the goal line as well, as he can get it done in the touchdown department. And Jameis Winston's throwing for four hundred yards a game. Somebody's got to be around to catch some of these balls. O.J. Howard. Tight end start of the week. Start him up. Yeah, word. All right. Let's get to these streams, man. What do you got? Who's you, who you streaming at quarterback, Greg? Uh, this week, got to go with Fitzmagic. Uh, man, I said it before. You'll let him lead you to a fantasy championship. You got to trust him here. Going against the Bengals. <clears throat> a pretty good matchup <clears throat> as a whole. Uh, they, you know, bottom 10 against uh, QBs in fantasy. Uh, you know, Fitzpatrick had a pretty decent week last week. Got two passing touchdowns over 250 yards. I expect that again this week. Uh, you know, and that that's uh, pretty good money against the, especially to Devontae Parker. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, trust Fitzmagic for the win. Oh man, you know what's a better matchup than than going up against Cincinnati? 
going up against Miami. Ooh. And that's right. <laughs> that's what Andy Dalton gets to do. Andy Dalton gets to go up against the Miami Dolphins. Hey, I like Joe Mixon. I like uh, Tyler Boyd. I even like a little John Ross. Got to like me some Andy Dalton. And you know what? Andy Dalton, I seem to get him right. Uh, you know, the, the the times I stream him, he does well. So this means that this got to be a good Andy Dalton week because I'm streaming him. Yeah, that's Greg- true. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, tight end start of the week, man. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Caden Smith. Uh, back to that well. He's got a pretty good matchup against the Redskins. Uh, they're bottom five against <clears throat> against uh, tight ends in fantasy. Uh, Daniel Jones is back. I feel like he does a little, a little more better chemistry with him. No Red Ellison. We know there's no uh, Evan Ingram as well. Uh, last time <clears throat> Daniel Jones is back in and they played Green Bay. He had 10 targets. I mean, eight targets. Got the six receptions. Uh, so, yeah, I like Daniel Jones. That means, you know, I like Caden Smith for that. Start him up. Oh, yeah, Washington is not great against the tight end, so definitely got to love that one right there with Caden Smith. Uh, my tight end start of the, my tight end stream of the week, I'm going to go with Mr. Noah Fant. Uh, talked about him before. He's, he gets to play the, uh, the Detroit Lions, who give up ten an average of 10 fantasy points a game to the tight end position. Greg, would you sign up for 10 fantasy points a game to the tight end position? Oh, yeah, definitely. Sign me up, please. Right? I would sign that up. Um, sign me up for that. But Noah Fant, uh, he's been he's been money. He's actually uh, he's, he's the tight end uh, leader in, in terms of uh, our tight end rookie leader uh, for most receptions and most yards by a rookie tight end in Denver Broncos history. Uh, he's two behind Mike Ditka for the most, uh, three behind Mike Ditka for the most 100-yard receiving games by a tight end. Unfortunately, not going to catch that number with only two games left in the season, but he could get the second all-time on that list. So he's chasing some milestones here, Noah Fan is, and he gets a good matchup against Detroit. So, you know, if if you're uh, your opponent did a good job of blocking you at the tight end position. Um, you know, maybe you play in a really, a really deep league. Um, you know, Noah Fant. You need, you need to stream a tight end. I think I was, I would stream Noah Fant this week. Yeah, definitely. Greg, your defensive stream of the week, man. What do you got? I'm gonna go at Atlanta. Uh, probably one of the most unpredictable teams in the league, like I've been saying. But yeah, they're going against the Jaguars team. Uh, Jaguars, you know, give up a lot of turnovers. So I think Atlanta is gonna hold their own at the very least. And uh, have potential to get some turnovers against this team. Yeah, I really like Atlanta a lot, man. Um, for me, I'm gonna actually go with. I've got two for you. I've got the um, my weekly stream against Daniel Jones because he's back, so mm-hmm. I get to stream against Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing against Daniel Jones. Love the prospect, um, but as you know, resident Giants fan, the dude puts the ball on the ground way too much. Um, he does, and if you play. And if you pl- and if you're playing a defense, that's good to see because there's there's sacks being had, um, you know a, a sack fumble recovery, that's like three points right there in fantasy. So uh, Daniel Jones is giving you that opportunity, um, you know, pretty much every game. So definitely like the Redskins defense as a stream. My other defensive stream, I'm gonna go with the Jets. Um, you know they they're at home against the Steelers. Uh, they're you know, projected to lose. Uh, Vegas has them losing the game by three points. Uh, I actually am picking the Jets to win this game. Uh, I think that'll be on the back of the defense. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, actually over the last five weeks, they give up the seventh most fantasy points to team defenses, uh, giving up an average of 10.2 uh, fantasy points per game to the opposing the opposing defense. Uh, they've given up the QB or the defense three twice, uh, and they've given up uh, the, the defense... 
16 and 13 also during that span. So uh, even if they don't come through, they're, they're not going to get killed. But I think that uh, in a game like this where I'm picking the Jets to win, I think the, the, the defense comes through with a big day. Yeah, I like those, definitely. Um, and that's it, man. So, Greg, as we do, <clears throat> other than us winning a championship, what are you most excited about this week? Oh, man, uh, definitely that uh, the Bills-Pats game. I like for sure, especially because it's today. It's already, you know, about to happen. Um, uh, other than that, uh, you know, of course, you know, the NFC least who is going to come out of that division. Um, it's definitely going to be a sight to see. Um, so, yeah, th- I think those two games uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to for sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, those two games for sure. <clears throat> um, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued by this uh, this Niners-Rams game tonight also. Um, it's only that's contingent off if the Rams show up. Yeah, it could be a pretty ugly game, actually, if the Rams it could don't. Be, it, could, <laughs> it could be real ugly if they don't. But I'm thinking they do because their playoff line, their playoff hopes are on the line here. So I think they do show up here. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's all I got. But guys, good luck this week. You know it's we know it's a big week. It's gonna be huge. Um, but you know, just don't stress out about it too much. Just control what you can control. Set those lineups, um, and then just let those guys lead you to, to fantasy glory, man. And that's that's really it. Uh, if you play in week 17, um. You know, we're, we'll be right here with you. Uh, if you play in a two-week playoff, we'll have some tips uh, for that as well. Um, just one, also one last tip. If you play in an ESPN league, check your check what your tiebreakers are. Um, but if you play in any league where your tiebreaker is decided, determined by bench points, go pick up backup quarterbacks. Or not backup quarterbacks, just go pick up a bunch of quarterbacks. Put them on your bench um, so you can cheat the system. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. Um, all right. Uh, but other than that, that's it. Good luck in your matchups, guys. Go get a chip and, um, you know, hopefully we get to hear about it. But other than that, uh, good luck this weekend. And if you have any time, please leave us a rate, follow, review, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever it is that you're listening to us. Um, but as always, thank you for listening and we are out. We are.